This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Not Lukewarm Podcast with Deanna Bartolini, an author, speaker, and retreat leader who wants you to know your faith and live not lukewarm. Welcome everyone. It's Deanna Bartolini here with the Not Lukewarm Podcast. And I want to thank you for spending some time with me today. We are going to start a conversation today about the Holy Spirit. And actually, for the next uh, four episodes in June, we're going to be talking about the Holy Spirit. We're going to start off talking about the gifts, and then we're going to move into the fruits of the Holy Spirit. So today, uh, before I begin, I want to start with a prayer that is going to ask specifically for us to be filled with the gifts of the Holy Spirit. So we'll begin in the name of the Father, the Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord Jesus Christ, who before ascending into heaven, did promise to send the Holy Spirit to finish the work in the souls of your apostles and disciples, grant that same Holy Spirit to me, that he may perfect in my soul the work of your grace and your love. Grant me the spirit of wisdom, that I may want not the perishable things of this world, and only desire the things that are eternal, the spirit of understanding to enlighten my mind with the light of divine truth, the spirit of counsel, that I may gain the surest way of pleasing God and gaining heaven, the spirit of fortitude, that I may bear my cross with you, and that I may overcome with courage all the obstacles that oppose my salvation, the spirit of knowledge, that I may know God and know myself, and grow perfect in the science of the saints, the spirit of piety, that I may find the service of God sweet and amiable, the spirit of fear, that I may be filled with a loving reverence towards God, and may dread in any way to displease him. Mark me, dear Lord, with the sign of your true disciples, and animate me in all things with your spirit. Amen. So who is the Holy Spirit, and when did the Holy Spirit arrive on the scene? Well, the Holy Spirit is the third person of the Trinity. So we have God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has been with us right from the very beginning. In Genesis, the first chapter of Genesis, verse 2, says, A mighty wind sweeping over the waters. And that mighty wind, that was the Holy Spirit. And then we hear Adam and Eve saying, They heard the sound of the Lord God walking about the garden at the breezy time of the day. Genesis 3, 8. And again, so the Holy Spirit is associated with this notion of wind. And we find it being associated with strength and fortitude. Send forth your spirit. They are created and you renew the face of the earth. Just Psalm 104, verse 30. And then in the book of Isaiah, we see something very specific. And that really is where we get the gifts that we're going to talk about today. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, a spirit of wisdom and of understanding, a spirit of counsel and of strength, a spirit of knowledge and of fear of the Lord. That is Isaiah chapter 11, verse 2. Those are the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And the Catechism of the Catholic Church lists seven gifts of the Holy Spirit. And the number to reference for that is Catechism number 1831, which I, of course, will drop in the show notes. Wisdom, understanding, counsel, fortitude, knowledge, piety, and fear of the Lord. Why do we need these gifts of the Holy Spirit? Well, later on in the Catechism, it tells us that we need these gifts because those gifts help us to sustain our moral life as Christians. 
and they make us open to following the promptings of the Holy Spirit. So, you know, sometimes you wonder, how do you know something? Why do you have a feeling that you should do something? It's the Holy Spirit gently prodding you. Sometimes we need a little more than a gentle prodding, and the Holy Spirit will help us with that as well. But ultimately, the gift of the Holy Spirit was given most fully, and most obviously, in the book of Acts. So Jesus has died, he has risen, ascended into heaven, and before he leaves this earth, he says to the apostles, go and baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And also he had told them that he was going to send them the advocate to be with them and to finish teaching, just to put a finishing touch on everything that he had given them and told them and taught them when he was with them. The disciples were very, very afraid. And so they and Mary locked themselves in the upper room and there they stayed until Pentecost. And it was on Pentecost, which is when we really celebrate the birth of our church, that the Spirit came and rested upon them as tongues of fire and filled them with the ability to speak, to teach, to move, to heal, to do all the things that Jesus wanted them to do, called them to do. And so by being filled with the Spirit, they were able to do that. And so we too are given that same Spirit. We're given it to us in baptism. It is given to us. And then if we are Catholic and you receive the sacrament of confirmation, then it is more fully received and in a sense broken open for you so that you can share it fully with others, all of those gifts. Different people have different gifts. Different people have different amounts of different gifts. And that's okay because each of us are unique individuals and they're given to us for a purpose. And almost always that purpose, as I'm sure you've heard me say, is to share them with the rest of the people that we encounter in our life. I just want to break open briefly um, a couple of the, of the gifts today and uh, see where we wind up. The first gift I want to touch on is the gift of wisdom. Do you think, oh, wisdom, I'm going to be so smart. I'm going to know how to get things done. That's not really the wisdom that we're talking about here. We're talking about a wisdom that helps us order our lives correctly. Wow, order our lives correctly. That sounds very logical, doesn't it? I'm not always the most logical of persons, but it talks about ordering our lives toward God, to the things of heaven rather than the things of the world. And so what do we want? Do we want to attain heaven or do we want fame and fortune? Do we want to be holy and good in God's eyes or do we want to be holy and good in the world's eyes? That's what wisdom, wisdom helps us to discern, are we ordering our lives correctly? So what trajectory are we on? What path are we on? Are we on the path to heaven or are we on the path to somewhere else? I don't know where you want to go, but I know where I want to go. I, I want to go to heaven. So I want to focus on being on that path to heaven. So wisdom helps me to discern the difference between right and wrong and to really focus on where does God want me to go? The next gift is the gift of understanding. This is not talking so much about understanding as the world views it, but rather the ability to grasp the truths of our faith profoundly. Profoundly. So it doesn't mean in that surfacey kind of way where, oh, sure, yeah, I, I know the Ten Commandments. Um, I know about those sacraments. I know kind of about the Beatitudes. Um, I know some prayers. But to really know our faith and the truth of our faith profoundly. So profoundly, in a sense, then, what we're asking, that knowing the truths of our faith and understanding the truths of our faith actually help us live in our best possible way. 
so that we are on that path to heaven, so that we are not only grasping the truth, but using our wisdom to go toward heaven. And so that's what we talk about understanding, right? It's understanding our faith, not understanding the ways of the world, but understanding the truth, the beauty, and the goodness of Catholicism, of Christianity, and saying that that is the path that we want to be on so that we can attain heaven. And the last uh, gift I'm going to talk about today is the gift of counsel. So counsel sounds very important. I'm going to counsel someone. I'm going to give them all of my wisdom. I'm going to give them all of my understanding. Hold off a second. Let's go look, look at what does this exactly mean, the gift of counsel. So it's the opportunity to choose the best way to please God. So the first thing is you figure out what is the best way to please God. Second thing that counsel helps you to do is avoid sin. Again, avoiding sin is a big one if you want to be on the path to heaven. And then the last thing is to help others do what is right. So again, before we go run off saying, oh, wait, do this. Oh, wait, I know how you should live your life. Oh, wait, you're not doing it correctly. What it first says is, look at myself. Am I doing all that I can to please God? Am I choosing the best way to please God in terms of what I understand he wants me to do? Then am I avoiding sin? Okay, if you're doing those two things, then by all means, please help other people. Now, it doesn't mean you have to be perfect because heaven knows I'm not perfect, and yet I do try to help people on their path to heaven. It doesn't mean we have to be perfect. What it means is that we have to be working toward being the best people that we can before we can go about helping others. You know, it's that old saying, when you when you point a finger at someone, there are three pointing back at you. Uh, so just remember that. And, and Jesus himself said, you know, don't worry about the, the speck in your brother's eye while you still have that plank in your own. So focus again on yourself. And then once you have yourself somewhat in order, again, you don't need to be perfect, um, then you can help others do what is right. Part of helping others to do what is right means meeting them where they are. So it really means focusing on what they need, not what you think they need. And there's a big difference in that sometimes. You know, oftentimes we can look at other people in their lives and say, well, they messed up here, they did this wrong, they did that wrong. But really what they need is someone to walk beside them and listen to them and be their friend. And once you do that, then maybe you can help them straighten out some of those other problems. But you can't go in there thinking, oh, well, God has given me this, this gift of counsel and I'm going to counsel everyone. Take your time with it. Take your time with how are you supposed to use these gifts, not just the gift of counsel, but the gift of wisdom and understanding, right? He doesn't just give you an abundance of one and none of the other because then we would all be very unbalanced. And I don't believe that God wants us to be unbalanced. So that's something to, to think about as you think about these gifts. And uh, next time, I'm going to talk about the rest of the gifts of the Holy Spirit and a little bit more about how we can activate those in our lives. And so um, we need a not lukewarm challenge for this week, right? So I'm going to drop some scripture verses uh, down in the show notes, and I'm going to suggest that you read them, specifically um, Psalm 104, verse 30, and then Isaiah um, 11, 2. And just a couple of other verses that really talk about uh, the Holy Spirit and the descent of the Holy Spirit and what the Holy Spirit can do for us. And so this week, as you go through your week and think, okay, am I living out 
the gifts of the Spirit. And so just think, are you living out the gifts of wisdom, understanding, and counsel? Just focus on those three. Ask in prayer. Ask for more of those. Ask for more of the gifts. God does not mind when we ask for things. Asking for things is never bad. If we misuse the gifts, that's a problem. But if we grow in wisdom and if we grow in understanding, then we are less likely to abuse the gifts that we have been given. So first, the gifts are given to help us to build us up. And then we take that building up that we have accomplished through the help of God then we can go out and share that gift with other people. And that really is always what God is calling us to do, is to take what he's given us, use it to grow toward him, to grow in our holiness, and then to share that with others, with love. Always share what we have with love. If you're sharing it out of a sense of you need to straighten everybody out, that's probably not going to fly too well with the other person, and it probably doesn't fly too well with God. So always your motive is is love just as god's motive in in drawing him drawing us to him is out of love that should be our motive as well so let that be your challenge this week is to just look at yourself in prayer with the help of god with the help of the holy spirit and say okay do i need more wisdom understanding and counsel and if i do lord please give it to me this week and i will use it in service growing closer to you and helping others grow closer to you as well. So thank you for being here with me for this little synopsis on the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the first three that we talked about. I'm going to ask you a favor if you would. If you like this podcast, please leave a review. That would be great. And uh, next time we talk, I'm going to talk a little bit about a book that I have written on the fruits of the Holy Spirit and give you some information where you can get a sample of the first chapter. So Have a wonderful week, and I will talk to you again soon. God bless you. Thanks for listening to the Not Lukewarm Podcast, a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. If you like this podcast, please subscribe or tell a friend or leave a review. You can find all show notes and links on notlukewarmpodcast.com. That's also where you can find links to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. If you have a topic that you'd like to learn more about or want to tell me how the Not Lukewarm Challenge went this week, please send me an email at Bartolini at mediaangels.com.